So what are we going to talk about today? How about the need to be in control? How anxiety plays a role in that? And let's talk about how important it is to work on staying in control of your mental health. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that right now. Hello, hello. I'm Old Lady Dodge, and I'm feeling very in control today. I feel like I got it all together. My mental health feels good. It's been three days in a row that I'm eating well, exercising, not overindulging in anything. The sun's been out a few times, and spring is here. Life is good. But being a realist, I'm actually not a realist, I will just say I will be derailing from the in-control track at some point and crashing head-on with life again. The ups and downs, the overindulging, the good days, the not-so-good days. We're always adjusting, or at least trying to. We're riding the roller coaster. And when you're struggling with your mental health, it can make some days feel like they are totally out of control. But you have to focus on the good days. The days you feel good and you feel in control. Keep that feeling right in the front of your mind. And always work on staying on track where your life and your health are headed. What does in control mean to you? For some, it just means making it through another day, getting out of bed, taking a shower, getting to work. That's what it's like when you're suffering with depression. And let me throw this in here right now. If you're not getting out of bed, you're not showering, you're not getting to work, and sadness is hanging on for longer than a couple of weeks in a row, talk about it. And if you're having suicidal thoughts of any type, even one passing thought, tell someone, talk to someone, text someone. You can do that now. It's an option. Text 988 to chat with a trained crisis counselor. And it's completely anonymous, confidential, and you can take that one step to help you get back in control and back on track. Okay, moving forward, in case someone out there is just tuning in or you forgot where you're tuned in, this is Unstruggling Podcast. I'm Old Lady Dodge, and today we're talking about being in control and what does it mean to you. There is a kind of a control that totally destroys relationships. It's the need to control others. And most times, really, that boils down to lots of internal anxiety and fear of being vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah, vulnerable. Vulnerable. There you go. I got it. Recently, I visited my mother, and she has the need to always be in control of everything. It's like over the top. And I'm not getting into mommy issues here, and I love her dearly. But let me say, every time I visit, I am reminded how much anxiety plays a role in the need to be in control. Does controlling things reduce anxiety? Well, for some, it may bring a short amount of peace, but anxiety soon creeps back up. And coming up a little bit, we're going to talk about how to bring the anxiety levels down. But right now, I just have to ask you, has anyone said to you, you know, you are so controlling? And you're like, no, I'm not. You know, I'm just taking care of things, making sure things get done and they're done right. 
Well, maybe you do have a controlling personality. Maybe it is internal anxiety driving it. There's an article in the show notes. You can take a look and see if anything might pertain to you. It's do you have a controlling personality? And it's psychology today. A couple things I pulled from the article. We'll go over it right now real quick in case you don't get a chance to look at it. I found it really interesting. What it says is, if you say these things, I need you to do this right now. I didn't ask for your opinion. Don't interrupt me. Those are controlling statements, and they sound like orders. You can soften them by using more cooperative statements. I feel anxious about this. How can we get it done together? I appreciate your opinion. Let's explore the best solution. I know you're excited. Let me finish speaking, and then I'd like to hear your ideas. You see where I'm going here? Really what I'm doing is I'm really like totally stealing the words from the Psychology Today article, but they hit the nail on the head, so I wanted to to bring those out. Yes, anxiety can add to the problem of always wanting to be in control, but there may be other reasons. Personality disorders can be a symptom of the need to control. That definitely is another Unstruggling podcast episode that we should do. We're going to start to wrap things up here and talk about ways to control anxiety. And as I go through them, see how many you already know. And if you have an additional stress reliever that you have that works for you, we'd love to have you share it and we will pass it along. Send an email to reach out at unstrugglingpodcast.com. So we all know exercise, it reduces stress and it doesn't have to be strenuous. And if you're unable to exercise at all, go outside, sit outside, take a deep breath and leave the electronics inside. It'll help your mood and it'll help you stay healthy. Recreational drugs, alcohol, nicotine, caffeine, all can worsen anxiety. And if you can't quit those on your own, you should find a support group or a healthcare provider to help you. I mean, you may think they relax you, but in actuality, they don't. Have you tried relaxation techniques like yoga, meditation? Visualization really works well for me at reducing anxiety. And I know Raven, it doesn't work at all for her. Yoga, meditation, and visualization may not be for everybody, but if you haven't tried it, any of them, give it a try. Sleep. Make it a priority. Shut off the electronics an hour before heading to bed. That works for me, but others say they use technology to get to sleep eat healthy. I'm in and out of this one, you know, but you got to keep trying. Don't consider yourself a failure with anything you do. If you take a step backward, just go right back forward again. Learn about your mental health disorder. Knowledge is power, and you need to stick to a treatment plan. Identify your triggers. Make a plan if something triggers you. What are you going to do? This works for me, especially if I'm I'm having a bad day. I keep a gratitude journal, and I absolutely love it. There's always something to be grateful for. So I choose a gratitude journal. If you're journaling freestyle, try not to dwell on the not-so-good stuff. I'm not saying you have to pretend it's not there, it doesn't exist, or that you shouldn't write it out. I do believe all those things are very good, but let it go. Once you write it down, let it go. 
That's it for today. I want to thank you for hanging on until the very end. I'm Old Lady Dodge. This is Unstruggling Podcast. Happy we got to share this time together. I hope you'll share or download this episode if you enjoyed it. And as always, let's unstruggle together.